0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, let's get some questions. Before we get into some underdog drafts, we're gonna do an underdog draft today—a battle royale. Okay, battle royale—you basically every single week uh, on underdog you can draft a team. It's a six-player team. Um, You know, one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, one flex, and one tight end. uh, Where you just battle it out with a whole bunch of other people. It's a tournament. It's tournament style. So basically, as you as you put in your lineup, uh, you'll be matching up against a whole bunch of people. Zach, what are the prizes looking like here? The prize two hundred thousand dollars in prizes. Five dollar yeah. entry to get in. You can put in multiple entries if you wanted to. Um, so you know, put in some entries for tomorrow's games. Um, yeah, if I am not mistaken, I think
2: it's two hundred twenty five thousand dollars. You know, this prizes. week
1: apparently is two hundred because I think the reason for that is because it's a smaller slate. If I am not mistaken, I it think that's, that's 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 it's two hundred thousand today uh, for for tomorrow's game for for the week sixteen main slate so uh t- take a look at that on underdog Use the code uh, underhand pod uh to double your first deposit up to 100 uh let's get into some questions dog let's do it yeah um let's see andres contreras is asking what's up second flex full ppr um by the way if you're if you're bored with your fantasy league a second adding a second flex makes such a big difference to like yeah. the amount of fun that you have, like remove a kicker, remove a defense, add the second flex, it's amazing. But anyway, yeah. uh, so I need upside because my opponent has Derrick Henry against the Texans. Okay, uh, Rashad White, Robinson. Who's Robinson again? Okay, I I, I don't know why I'm. I can um...
2: think of James Robinson. I think can think no. of Allen Robinson. I can think of. But you're not gonna have to why, start Allen Robinson. Why?
1: Why? Why are we? Uh, why are we? We're blanking. Are we blanking on here. Yeah. Can, can, can someone help us out in the comments? Demar- maybe Demarcus I, Robinson. I, I didn't get that much sleep last night. I think that's 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 I said, the problem. Do you here. think
2: maybe Demarcus Robinson? I think that could be probably.
1: I'm guessing it's Demarcus Robinson. All right, we'll Hook move forward with that just. unless we get anyway, clarity here. Yeah. Uh, Robinson, Chris Moore, Demarcus Robinson. Thanks, Andres. Yes. Uh, Brian Robinson. That's another one. Oh, thanks, thanks, Mike. Uh, uh, you know, on the. Uh, uh, our producer Brian Robinson, thank you. He he got some sleep last night, it seems like. Uh, <laughs> but it is Demarcus Robinson. So, Rashad White, Demarcus Robinson, Chris Moore, or Traylon Burks. Now, I'm not starting Traylon Burks because Ryan Tannehill's not there. That passing offense is going to be a big zero. Yeah, I, I I think right. I don't think Malik Wilson is going to be able to get it done. Um, Chris Moore would be my choice if Brandon Cooks does not play. It doesn't look like Nico Collins is going to play. If Brandon Cooks is out, he did get some full practices in, but he's still listed as questionable. So, and I don't know what's going on there. You know, it's one of those situations where uh <laughs> DJ Duvernay <laughs> could have been Wandell Robinson to Sad Face. Uh yeah, you're right. Um <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think I'll go Chris Moore if no, if no Brandon Cooks. If Brandon Cooks does play, I will probably go with Rashad White.
2: I think he's the only upside play at this point. And it's funny we're picking a guy that's on the Texans as the upside play for this week. But um with Rashad white, he, his upside has been capped big time. You know, he, we haven't seen him do his thing in a couple of weeks. weeks. Uh, Robinson. It doesn't look like Lamar Jackson's playing. Right. I don't think he's going to play because he didn't get a practice yesterday. So I'm assuming that quarterback situation is going to be messed up for Baltimore. I'm not even thinking about Demarcus Robinson and Traylon Burks. Like you said, with Malik Willis, a quarterback, this passing game is going to be non-existent. So yeah, I, I would go with Chris Moore here. Um, not because I love Chris more, but because I don't like any of the other guys.
1: I can understand getting going behind uh, DeMarcus Robinson just because he's been getting the targets and the receptions and he's like a high floor type of player, but I think White has a little bit more upside. So I think the floor is similar, but I think a little bit more upside for White in a, in a pretty good matchup against the Cardinals. So yeah. I'll go Rashad on this one. If not, Chris, if not, if Brandon Cooks does in fact play. Uh, Anderson Rodriguez, appreciate the super chat. Buddy. Um PPR Taysom Hill Fant Isaiah Likely Oconquo. Again, probably not going Oconquo because of yeah. that. I, I don't trust that passing offense with Malik Willis. I, I can't go Isaiah Likely because Mark Andrews is going to play. Between Noah Fant and Taysom Hill. You know, Taysom Hill, we are we are we have a hypothesis that Taysom yeah. Hill will be part of this game plan because of the weather conditions. But Noah Fant is likely to play. He didn't practice until yesterday. He got a limited practice in. Uh, he's scheduled to play against the Chiefs. No tile locket. I think I'm going Noah Fant.
2: Yeah. I'm leaning Noah Fant. If you want more security in terms of production, I think Taysom Hill is going to be just fine. You know, But um, I think Noah Fant, in a good matchup against the Chiefs, You know, it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think he can steal a touchdown in this game. And that's really all you can ask for from a tight end. Taysom Hill, though, I think he has higher upside, but also a much lower floor. Because sometimes he's involved, and then sometimes he's not. We're no offense. He's been, you know, consistently involved in the offense. His production hasn't been fantastic, but neither has any tight ends uh, this season. So I think you could get away with Fant. If you want to be safe, go with Fant. If you want the upside, go for Taysom Hill. Um, Me, personally, if I had to pick, I might actually go Taysom Hill. Just because – I'm going to ride that hypothesis that we have because, you know, the (laughs) weather's going to be bad. You have to figure he's going to be featured more ways than one um, in this game, especially the ground game where, you know, he's he's liable to take a – it's funny because he's liable to take a a carry of the house anytime. Um, We've seen it happen a couple of times. He vultures touchdowns from Alvin Kamara, uh, much to their chagrin. k is asking, how come y'all like Watson this week?
1: Tempted to start Juju. Looks like a shootout in that game. Question, Zach. What do you think has a higher chance of a shootout, Dolphins, Packers, or Chiefs,
2: Seahawks? This is really tough because these are the two highest totals, I think, in terms of over under for points scored, you know, this week. If I had to pick, I think Packers, Dolphins would have a higher shot of being a shootout. I think both will I, be a shootout. I agree with you. Yeah. I think Dolphins, Packers as well. Yeah. Just because of the playmakers on offense for the Dolphins. You know, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. they're in Miami. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be decent weather, where if it's, it's going to be a little bit cold, I think, in Kansas City. I don't think the wind is supposed to be that bad, but I think it's going to be a little bit cold. Um, not that the weather is such a huge factor, but uh, I think that Christian Watson has a better chance, you know, dominating target share, scoring touchdowns and maybe Juju, but I did make my bold prediction yesterday that Juju might have two touchdowns. So, I'm not sure. I think I would start if in in a vacuum. I would start Watson. I think Juju has nice upside, though, in this matchup because of the game script that we're anticipating. Tejas, uh,
1: I, I, are we are we forgetting what Christian Watson is capable of? Like, are we forgetting after one, one game week. of not scoring a <laughs> touchdown? Like, are yeah. we forgetting what's up? This is a great matchup. Shootout potential. High over under. Rodgers is going to have to throw the ball. Um, you know, just one game sample size. Let's not forget about Watson here. We've seen what his upside was coming into last week. You know, since he was uh, a full time starter, he was the overall wide receiver one. Yeah. Since becoming, you know, since coming back and doing his, start, started doing his thing. So, yeah, that's why. That's why we like Watson this week. Um, and it's a good matchup. Um, I, 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 I think Juju's a great start. Yeah. I just think he doesn't have the type of upside that Watson has.
2: Right. When I first saw that question, I was like, we never said we like Deshaun Watson this week. I mean, look at the weather for that game. I was like, there's no way. Like don't be putting words in our mouth, but I realized Christian Watson. Yeah, that's true. Because I was looking well, at it, we, I was like Deshaun Watson, we specifically said, you know, you don't really want to start this week. It's funny, because like we, we couldn't even figure out what
1: Robinsons there are in the league. Like yeah. all we think about is like Wandale and Allen and all oh, Please yeah, include the first Robinson.
2: initial on your questions.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah. That'll be nice. Um appreciate the question, Tejas. Uh as always, you're here all the time love you man uh nick bentley's asking daniel jones or brock purdy this week um i think i'm going daniel jones here against minnesota you know i think you know brock purdy has been a uh somebody who you know in his circumstances has done a really good job um but at the same time like i think daniel jones you know has a better matchup this week i think he has some rushing ability higher chance higher floor uh brock purdy you know he'll be fine you know, but he has to throw a couple touchdowns for him to get it done. Um, yeah. So I, I I lean Daniel Jones in this matchup against Minnesota.
2: Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm looking at as far as, you know, making the decision here is going to be the matchup. Brock Purdy, you know, he's been efficient, but Washington's defense has come on a little bit in terms of defending, you know, quarterbacks in fantasy in terms of points scored. I think they're allowing the sixth least over the last four weeks, fantasy points to the quarterback. So I think. Maybe our temper expectations for Brock Purdy this week. Um, Daniel Jones, we know he has that rushing ability. That's going to give him a solid floor. And against a bad, bad Vikings defense, you know, in terms of allowing points to receivers. I know the receiving core isn't stacked, but it seems like pretty much anybody can get it done at this point against the Vikings. So I wouldn't be shying away from Daniel Jones. I'm not a huge fan of him as a player, but in terms of fantasy production this week, all signs seem to be pointing up. So I think you can be confident at the least Having him in your lineup as a flex play, as a floor play this week.
1: Yeah. I know I agree with that. I mean, you know, it's funny, like he doesn't have like this amazing wide receiver court, but we've seen all of them do things at times, right? Like Hodges, yeah. like he has a really good matchup. He could do his thing. You know, you you have uh Larry Slayton. Slayton, right? Like he can he can have a good game. Richie James can have a good like so. These guys, you never know who's going to get it done. But like he has guys that, you know, are there. And Saquon obviously coming out the backfield. So he'll be fine. And he has the rushing ability. So I'm not, I'm not too worried. Solid high floor player. Uh, Michael Cessna is asking Higgins, D Hop, Pittman, start two, please. This is an interesting one because, you know, this, the answer would normally be Higgins and D Hop pretty easily. Right. Uh, But, you know, with D Hop, you know, with Trace McSorley there. Does that affect you at all? Right. Obviously, Pittman also has a quarterback change. So we might, you know, we don't necessarily know what to expect there either. Like, will all of the targets be funneled towards Pittman this week? Will they be distributed a little bit between, you know, um, uh, Caparis Campbell and Alec Pierce? Maybe. I think I'm still going D hop here. Just, I'm just going to hit the talent button, right? And just go Higgins and D hop this week.
2: I think Higgins is obviously an easy one that you're going to pick. You're not choosing between Higgins and someone else. It's going to be between DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Pittman. I kind of want to lean Michael Pittman, but at the same time, I don't. <laughs> you know, I think that it could be a high-scoring game between the Colts and the Chargers. I don't trust Trace McSorley at quarterback. Like I said, I don't see him throwing for more than 200 yards. So that's going to seriously cap DeAndre Hopkins' um, you know, value, unless he's catching 80 yards on 10 catches, you know. And then, like, 14 targets. I, I just don't see that type of game happening with McSorley quarterback. I think they're going to lean on James Conner. Pittman, th- with Nick Foles a quarterback, it'll be interesting to see. Do I want to roll the dice on that, especially if I'm in the championship? I'm not sure. Or er, in the semifinals. I'm not sure if I want to do that. I would say, yeah, Higgins and Hop. That's what I would do. I'm tempted to go with Pittman, though. But I don't think he has. Yeah. Uh, he's not secure. Or he doesn't offer enough upside to make it worth the risk. Where DeAndre Hopkins will exactly. be a secure he'll be a secure start. He just might not have the upside he usually does.
1: That is uh, that's that's my line of thinking as well. And also, you know, over the last eight weeks, Tampa's has given up the six most fantasy points to wide receivers on that left side, and the fifth most over the last four weeks on the left side. So, and that's where Hopkins runs his routes from. So, it's a good matchup for D Hop. So, I'll, I'm gonna I lean in that direction as right. well. Um, Fabian Rodriguez is asking, Should I take Walker out of my lineup for Zach Moss? Only because Walker ankle and back prone to being an injury, and D- DJ Dallas is there too. Um, no, I wouldn't. No. I, I'm, I'm starting <laughs> Kenneth Walker. Uh, he did not practice. Wait, did he get limited in yesterday? I don't think he did. Um, let me, I'm going to confirm that real quick. I don't think he got a limited practice in yesterday. Let's see. As
2: as long as Walker's playing, I'm starting over Moss. I I agree. Yeah, I don't think it mattered. It wouldn't matter to the matchup, I think, even. Even if Moss had the best matchup and Walker had the worst matchup, I'd still start Walker, I think, because we don't know what we're going to get with Moss. He did get all those carries at the end of the game, but he didn't do a whole lot with him. He didn't look terribly efficient, and he doesn't have any type of really role in the passing game, Deion Jackson is going to have that locked down. So I don't think there's a whole lot of upside with Moss. He's more of just a you know solid fill in play. If you missed out on John, missed out on Jonathan Taylor, um, I think that Walker would be my pick here. and It's pretty easy.
1: Yeah, it's pretty easy for me too. I, I get it. Moss has a good, you know, it's possible that we see Deion Jackson, yeah, you know, taking a bunch of work. What if char- what if the Chargers go up in that game, right? With Walker, you don't really have to worry about that. He's going to be the guy. I, I get the concern over the injuries and stuff. Same thing happened last week, though, right? He came back, hardly practiced, played in the game, and he was great. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, you know, he got a full practice in, quote-unquote, but it was a, you know, it, on these short weeks, like, you know, you, you you never know what to expect in terms of practice. Um, he came in. He played a far majority of the snaps. I think it was like 74%, 75% of snaps. That's what you want to see. Against the Chiefs, I think they're resting a lot of their guys, right? They're, they're resting Kenneth Walker. They're, they're, they're resting Noah Fant. they were resting Marquise Goodwin. Right, all these guys like hardly practice this week. So, yeah. but they know that this is a big game against the Chiefs. So I think they're just resting these guys and he'll be just fine. Yep. DJ A hey, yo, DJ DuVernay says Evan Ingram balled out for me last night. Uh played ETN two. Only thing I could have wished for was for a Tutty. I feel you, bro. I feel you. I was I felt the same way. Uh he has Ingram one decision to make. Oh man, Every, Evan Ingram, dude. Yeah. He has been balling. Do you remember when we were talking about Evan Ingram early on, like before the off season? and like you know we're like, all right, well Evan Ingram is one of those like late, late, late round guys that we could grab, um, yep. and you know he could potentially lead like what I was saying, and I'm gonna find this quote. I'm, I was like trying to find it. Uh, I will try to find it where, you know, I'm like, oh, Evan Ingram could lead the Jaguars when it's all said and done in targets uh, yeah. this year. Uh, so I got to find that. I, I have no idea where he sits in target. Share. I'm assuming Christian Kirk is way far in ahead the target leader. Actually, like Zay Jones could be there too. Yeah. But,
2: um, I, I think it's probably pretty even at the top. Not. Yeah. Like I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll check partner. that out.
1: Um, but yeah, no, he's been killing it, man. He's been killing it. So like he he's looking like a league winner right now. You know, Evan Ingram. Yeah. You know, he's doing his thing. Uh, I know Rich in our league who has Evan Ingram picked him up several weeks ago after his big game. You know, he's texting us last night. He's like, "Dude, this is amazing." <laughs> uh, he was so happy um that I, I didn't text him back. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. He, he listened to this podcast <laughs> too. So what's up, Rich? Mm. Um I'm I'm very jealous of of you having Evan Ingram. Um <laughs> so yeah. DJ DuVernay uh, needs one decision uh for a flex spot in full PPR Hopkins uh with a third string running back, a quarterback, or uh but probably the only good weather this weekend, that's true, or David Montgomery in bad weather. Um that's a good question.
2: I'm leaving yeah. Montgomery here. I think I'm gonna go with Montgomery too. I think his workload is pretty much going to be secure. I think if anyone's gonna be doing the scoring, it's gonna be on the ground. Um, Justin Fields included. <laughs> you know, they're not yeah. very, they're pretty short handed at pass catcher there. And we saw Dave Montgomery score twice last week. I think that another touchdown, you know, is in the cards this week. Even though Khalil Herbert, is he back?
1: Or is he is he He's gonna be back this week, yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: I'm not too worried about him at this point. Maybe next week I'll be more worried about it, but I think Dave Montgomery's going to hold on to the workload at least for this week. Um, next week, you know, check back. Uh, we might see different things.
1: I'm like drinking my coffee, like as you're talking and I'm just curious if everyone is just hearing me slurp down my coffee. No,
2: nah, I- I'm not hearing it. At least it's not coming <laughs> through in my headset, but i'm just sitting okay, here yeah i'm giving my you know fancy football let me things. know You're just casually slurping <laughs> you
1: got your guys let me know in the there. comments if you can hear me drink the coffee because if not i'll just mute every time i um i take a slurp i i, I don't want to be slurping all up in your ear and all that you know what i'm saying <laughs> um so uh yeah i'm going david montgomery here as well like i i think you know he's pretty relatively involved in the passing game dude he is like he's he's very efficient in the passing game like he catches a ball that's like 12 13 yards like automatic for david montgomery this year so like you know he got just three balls he has 50 yards receiving like how does that happen every single time um so you know he's been balling you know i like david montgomery uh, this week i think he can easily hit you know 80 scrimmage yards this week and hopefully a touchdown yeah thomas kennedy is asking i'm in a ppr league also one point per carry with damian pierce out would you start jamal williams or rashad white this is a good one Mm -hmm. um I You know, PPR league, right, favors Rashad. But the yeah. one point per carry kind of favors Jamal. But Rashad was, is going to get some carries, too.
2: Yeah. And going to get some targets. This one's really tough.
1: But then Rashad White has less of a chance to get a touchdown
2: than Jamal Williams it, does. But Jamal Williams could easily go like he did last week, 13 for 33. Or something quiet like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, I guess it's like 16 points in this scoring format. Hmm. I might kind of lean Jamal here. Really I think he's a one. sure sure thing. Cuz Rashad White could get 5 carries, have 8 targets, catch 5 passes, that's 10 points. He, Jamal he, could he get won't 16 won't even get carries. 8 targets though. Like Yeah, but that's, that's what I mean. What's more
1: realistic for Rashad? Like more, what's more realistic for Rashad projection? I would say but maybe that's just... maybe 8 carries. Like four catches maybe. That's like 12. Jamal Williams can get Twelve carries this week, and you know he has a higher chance of getting a touchdown, right? Yeah, that's that's, that's what I I'm think. looking at. It. I was
2: kind of just driving. I my think point I lead home. Jamal too. Yeah, I was just kind of driving ahead. my Sorry. point home by saying, you know, with Rashad White, if he got eight targets, he's not catching all of those, right? <laughs> I mean, there's a chance, but there's a good chance that he's missing out on a couple of those. So that you know, PPR value, it's there, but it's not going to be like carries. Carries are a sure thing with Jamal Williams, and if he gets ten, you know. He, you're fine. <laughs> so I think we're good. Okay. I think I'd, I think I go with Jamal.
1: So DJ Duvernay is telling me that he did hear me slurp. He said, Ha ha, I did hear a slurp. Not uh, not gonna lie. And then Chao Bezerra says we cannot. Hear. All right. Ha, so ha, conflicting ha, ha. reports. So conflicting, rep- conflicting reports, I will mute from here on out. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think it's draft time. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think? I think it's draft time. Um guys. Take advantage of this, man. You guys are already doing fantasy. Okay. You guys already know what's up. Okay. So l- we're going to go into underdog. We're going to do a draft. Six. This is a five-minute draft. This takes no time at all. Yeah. Um, uh, but it'll give you an idea of where we're standing on certain players, who we think has the most upside. So if you're on YouTube right now, you can see my screen. You can, we're entering a $5 Battle Royale draft right now, where we draft six players. Uh, we're entering the draft right now. You know, I did a, I did a draft the other day and we're going to post that up, right? Um today, a little later today. Basically, I went with the a little bit of a stack with the Chief Seahawks game. Yeah. Right? And maybe this week we can do some sort of Miami Packers? Like actually no, Dolphins Packers is on is on Sunday. So so we can't right. Never mind. So um, we have to leave them
2: out for but, this. But
1: you know, I went with guys like so Gino was my quarterback, right? I had Marquise Goodwin in there. Um I also had I think did I have Juju in there? I might have had Juju in there as well. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly who I had in there. But, uh, you know, I had a couple of those guys from that game. Um, yeah. So this draft is starting. Now we have the fourth spot here. There's only six people in this draft. And this is really easy to do. $5 entry, you have a chance to win $200,000 in prizes this week. After Saturday, you can have, you can have a lot of money uh, yeah. sitting in your underdog account. Um, and by the way, um, if you throw your underdog username in the chat here, or into one of the comments in, on our Underdog posts, you will get a chance to win one hundred dollar uh, a one hundred dollar credit on your Underdog account. Okay, right. so if you sign up, uh, you have a chance. Just in general, like if you if you put in your your username into any one of our posts for Underdog posts or here in the YouTube, you're gonna get a chance to win one hundred dollars uh, in your Underdog account. So we're doing a hundred dollar giveaway every single week. Okay. Um, so and also, if you use the code Upperhand, by the way, when you do make your first deposit on Underdog making sure this isn't start yet no uh if you make if you use the code upper hand pod you will get a uh, a a 100 match on your first deposit so that first deposit will be doubled right
2: all right so it looks like it started as a general rule me especially going into this draft and any of my own drafts i would recommend this too. just avoid the browns and saints game <laughs> yes <laughs> don't go exactly. picking anybody in that game there is no upside in that game so i'll just leave Zero. them kind of off the roster at this point
1: Justin Jefferson was taken at number one. Derek Henry at number two. Christian McCaffrey still on the board. He might not even be picked because they're going up against Washington. Uh, Travis Kelsey at three. Um, I kind of feel like we have to go Travis Kelsey here. Yeah, uh, just get that because they're going up advantage. against the. Yeah, get that done. They're going up against the Seahawks. It's an amazing matchup. It's a high scoring game. Just, right. just go Kelsey. Make it simple, right? Mahomes yep. went right after that. Uh, which makes sense, followed by Josh Allen, followed by Stefan Diggs. You guys see how fast this draft is going. Jamar Chase went after that. Uh, so now we have Saquon, Amon Ra, DK Metcalf. We're on the board. Dalvin Cook, A.J. Brown, Ceedee Lamb. These guys are on the board right now. Tony Pollard. Is, is it, do any of these names stand out to you?
2: Um, I, Not really. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, none of them I, really do. I, do uh, wonder- who has
1: the most upside to you this week? Does DK Metcalf have some upside for, for, for you this do week to kind of call- target that game again?
2: Yeah, we could do that.
1: Yeah, okay, we had we had three seconds left anyway. Yeah. So, so we have two players now again from this Seahawks, uh, Seahawks, Chiefs game. game. Yeah, right. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is already taken, right? I think. Yeah, he was already taken. So this we can't even grab him if we wanted to, right. um, to to kind of you know continue that stack, right? Um, so Joe Burrow was taken right after us. Now, what what is the strategy here? So we have. So who do we have now? So we have DK Metcalf and we have Travis Kelsey. Saquon on the board, Dalvin Cook on yeah. the board, A.J. Brown. See, A.J. Brown, does he have the type of ceiling that he that he usually does? Right. No. Well, he was already taken, so it doesn't matter. Kind of like I wonder,
2: Yeah, I wonder if we can't get a CD Lamb-Dak Prescott stack. And Nope, nope we, no, can't, we can't. Because he, <laughs> he just came off the board. Okay, Should we just um, go
1: in on Jared McKinnon now?
2: I mean, that's going to be our third player from that same game, you think? Yeah.
1: Well, listen, if that game goes bananas, like, listen, this is a tournament style, right? You kind of yeah. have to go in, but a lot of people you are going go to go in on this game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pollard has a very high ceiling.
2: Yeah, I, you know? I think so. It's
1: so, just, right now, <laughs> Jarek McKinnon's on the board. Pollard's on the board. Ramondre's on the board. I don't really want to go Ramondre this week. No. Uh, we could go Juju and just go crazy in that game, uh, <laughs> but we already have Kelsey. Um, Higgins is there. Justin Fields. I uh, kind of just like Justin's upside.
2: I kind of like Justin Fields as a quarterback. But do you think we need to take him this early, or do we just take him because we have seven seconds?
1: <laughs> we should take him because we have seven seconds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I kind of like it. Um, you know, right now we have no running backs, and you know maybe we should have took McKinnon here. Or yeah, I think McKinnon probably would have been our best bet. But well, who's know, left could, well, in the running back department? Okay, let's see. We have Jarek McKinnon, Ramondre Stevenson, J.K. Dobbins, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Walker. Uh, so McKinnon came back came back to us. I think we got to take him.
2: All right, let's just go crazy on this Chiefs and Seahawks game. Let's do it, man.
1: We got Justin Sometimes Fields, that's all it takes. McKinnon, Metcalf, Travis Kelsey. We're going crazy in this game, And Listen, if this game blows up, this is how you win. You know, in in DFS, like you got to target some of these games, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. So now what do we need? We have a tight end. We need one more running back. I'm sorry, we need one more wide receiver, a receiver and a
2: flex. Yeah, and a flex. I think okay. we need to look at receivers, I think at this point, right? T Higgins,
1: Terry McLaurin, Gabe Davis, Darius Slayton. I hate all these guys. Yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper, Brandon I mean, I think Higgins probably has I think McLaurin has some upside, right? He's probably not going to be super dra- highly drafted. Yeah. Um Yeah, Who I don't, else is I don't left? love I don't love any of these guys, honestly. Higgins was just taken. If McLaurin is taken, I quit. It's over. We lose. Uh, I think Marquise Goodwin is still there. You know, he you know, he's he, he's not gonna be drafted in a whole lot of leagues, so he will stand out a little bit. Um yeah. but I would say McLaurin here, and if not
2: McLaurin, I'll go Marquise or DJ Shark. Is there anything better at running back? <laughs> I don't like any of these receivers. Yeah. I'm not sure. Can you pull up both of them? You know, what I'm saying just right next to each other. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we could do that. J.K. Dobbins, Kamara, Chubb. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with going Chubb too. I'm kind of
2: okay with Chubb too because of the weather. It's not going to be a passing day.
1: Yeah, exactly. So he might have like 150 rushing yards and a touchdown this one. Yeah. Let's go, Chubb.
2: Okay, there you go. A little value. A little value right there, maybe. I like that. <laughs> Who
1: knows? That was good value.
2: So now I think all we have left is a wide receiver. We need to take. Because now Chubb is in our receiver. flex. Yeah, Chubb is in a flex.
1: flex. So. That's right. So we're on the board right now.
2: You can't go Gabe Davis. Gabe
1: Davis, Darius Slayton, Amari Cooper, Brandon Ayuk, Marquise Goodwin, KJ Osborne.
2: I don't like any of them. I guess we're
1: going Goodwin here. Yeah. Okay. We'll just quadruple down. Is it <laughs> a Goodwin? Or we don't have any Seahawks. Well, actually, we do. We have Metcalf, DK. right? Yeah. Um can you go DJ Chark? I don't know. Too late. I took Marquise Goodwin. It was zero seconds left. I, I could have took DJ Shark, you know, but does he have enough upside in that Carolina game? Is Carolina going to make them throw the ball a whole lot? Like, that's right. my only concern. That's true. So, all right. So, we went in on that Seahawks Chiefs. So, we're done here. So, we got yeah. that. That's how quick it was. Like, did it even take five minutes? I don't even think it did. No. Justin Fields as our quarterback, Jarek McKinnon, uh, and Nick Chubb as our running backs, Deacon Metcalf and Marquise Goodwin as our wide receivers and Travis Kelsey as our tight end. Awesome. Awesome. 84.2 projected. Not bad. Not bad.
2: Yeah. This is DFS is different. It might look bad. You know, don't pay attention to that projection. Um every week you see the DFS lineup that wins. It has a player that wasn't ranked, you know, like top ten. You're never gonna see a team that's like Josh Allen and Justin Jefferson and Travis Kelsey like winning a DFS. Um because They don't all just pop off every single week. Um, So, yeah, don't worry about that projection. Sometimes I look at it like, man, I'm projected low I end up scoring low sometimes. I don't think I've won anything yet, but we're working on it.
0: 2400 Sports is an odyssey company. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?